Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Well, hello, hello. This doesn't happen often, but we have breaking news. The podcast. <laughs> hey, can I get the breaking news sound back here? Ready? Mr. Producer, you got it. Goes. You got it. Wow. Oh, that's great. Wow. That's I even got the ding. Wow. Yes. Hot off the presses, Mr. Kelly, uh, before we move along to our normal fare here on, yeah. uh, on the Motor Mouse. I'm Ken Willis. That's Godwin Kelly. Uh, the news came out today that uh, NASCAR may not be for sale. What do you know? <laughs> what do you know? Yeah, remember about six, eight weeks ago, they were saying uh, they're looking for their, they got, who, who's that? Uh, Goldman Sachs. Yeah, I went to school with him. Yeah. He, and they were, um, he moved along. He matriculated. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that they were looking to sell the majority stake or all of NASCAR. Right. Uh, and Goldman Sachs was going to investigate if there were any buyers out there. Now we hear today from, that was a Reuters report. Today the report is from Forbes. Forbes magazine. And Forbes.com yep. saying that uh, sources tell them that, no, they're just looking for potential minority shareholders. And uh, you know, I, I don't know if they mean all the way up to forty nine percent of the of the stake, or just uh, bits and pieces as a as a money raising uh, tool. So, what do you make of all this, Mister Know It All? Well, it makes perfect sense. I mean, tell me how. Well, you get an influx of cash, yes. which is always nice. Yes, you know? yes. I mean, um, isn't it great when you get that big tax return? You know, <laughs> yeah. after filing your taxes. Yeah. And it's just like mad money. You can yeah. kind of do anything you want with it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm looking at it like that. Is they probably who would want to give them a bunch of money right now? Well, how about that for a question? You have to look at their. You appear stumped. You well, you have to look at their core sponsors. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to you know point to like a Sunoco. Mm-hmm. Um, Goodyear. Goodyear, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yeah. I mean, these are the guys that have been... It would be a media company, and there would be so many strings attached. There would be so much involved in this negotiation and eventual contract. It it would be so far over our heads. We we would have to... We would have to join... uh, uh, the Space Force in order to ever see it, I think. (laughs) You know? So you're thinking it's a media company. Yeah. That's where the money is. That's where the money is. Okay. All right, so there's a there's a ton of media companies out there. Yeah. One owns Formula One. Yeah, you know? so I guess the the carrot here would be okay. You have uh, you have ownership in NASCAR. Yeah, you get all the content. Yes, 
and we go on, get, go on, <laughs> and we get a lot of money. Yeah, for and we still control it, and you don't have any say. Well, you do have say. I mean, yeah. they, you got say. <laughs> say, sure. It's, imagine like a say a forty-seven and a half percent minority partner who didn't like the way things were going <laughs> with the fifty-two and a half percent majority partner. What could go wrong there? Well, tell I me. I have no tell idea. Tell me. No. You know, I have no experience with that. Yeah, not at all. You, uh, Mr. Bridges, not at all. No, don't have any idea where I'm going with that. Where's well, a little inside baseball for you? Anyway. <laughs> Well, if, if, it, if something can go wrong, it would go wrong. But anyway, stay tuned, because just as we didn't know for sure if that first report is true, we don't know if this report's true. No, but what we do know is that uh, we'll find out eventually. We always do. Eventually, it all comes out in the wash. The wash, yeah. as they say up in uh, up north somewhere. Except that I got a weird stain on my pants that won't come out. So I don't I, need to... Uh, that this won't come out. It, for it won't come out for in the wash. Well, if it's far enough down on the leg, you might have a new pair of shorts <laughs> waiting for you right there. Take out the scissors. See, right. now there you go. That's right. that's called. So a, we know nothing except what the rumor is now saying. Yes. So the original rumor was. I just said it. Well, I'm just reiterating. Reiterating. You're iterating again. <laughs> iterating. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Larry Mack. Yeah. Uh, so originally it was NASCAR was looking at selling itself. Now it's NASCAR's looking to sell a piece of itself. Well, maybe originally the whole thing was just looking for a minority partner. Maybe yeah. the first report was wrong. Yeah, could be. You know, people people spread stuff that ain't. You know, when you start when when a when a story starts going from one hand to another to another. I mean, after two or three iterations, it uh, <laughs> some, sometimes you played that game. Sometimes well, the uh, message gets you know, a little messed up. You know what the the interesting fact here is? God, I hope there's one. Yeah, there is. <laughs> okay, go ahead. And that's the, the fact that NASCAR has not responded to this at all. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, they have not said yay, nay. Well, a week or two later at a racetrack when somebody got a hold of Brian France, he did say they're locked and loaded, sticking yeah. to the business. <laughs> We're right, right? The business is racing. We're locked and loaded. Right. I'm not even sure. I think he's mixing metaphors a little bit. But right. So, but they haven't categorically denied this. So you have to think there's something, you know, going on behind the scenes. Always something going on we don't know. Yeah. Right. So... Okay. Uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, we'll follow along. And, you know, what? we'll have these people around uh, in a couple of weeks here, yeah, and yeah. maybe we can, uh, you know, get more information. Cool. Well, you, me, uh-huh. and, our, uh, and our, our angry young friend, Zach Dean, <laughs> we can now move away from this uh, all this business talk and, and get on with uh, – with the rest of uh, of uh, what is this Daytona Motor Mouse? Yeah. All right. Let's. All right. Get, take off your business suit. All right. All right I'm taking uh, off uh, my smoking jacket. I'll get my. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm putting on my, my tie. I'm putting on my uh, 1987 handsome Harry Gant T-shirt. <laughs> all right. We're ready to roll. All right. Now this feels better. Otherwise, it's uh, we do have a little more elbow room this week. There's no Chip Wild, no Andrew Booth. It's a little lonely in here. You yeah. and I aren't sharing a mic, and I guess that's probably good. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know. Last week we got to sit right next to each other. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. So I'll take a pass on that. We got to get a third <laughs> microphone in. That's what we got to do. We don't. All right. All right. This is Motor Mouse. That was uh, Goblin Kelly. I'm Ken Willis, and uh, and we got Zach Dean. Zach Dean's over here on the Facebook Live.
making sure we have a uh, social media presence. Well, I'm hoping that he has a young man angry outburst at some point while he's here. So it's only a matter of time. I can bring it on. You know, I play him like a fiddle. Well, I can get him so angry. Well, so you want to go ahead and do that and get nah, it over with? I'm gonna save up and see just how angry I want to get. All him. right. So, well, I'm gonna tinker with the thermostat here a little bit. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a really quick break, and then we're gonna be back with what do you know, and then you'll get that and. Uh, We'll talk about uh, the green-white checkers. So we've got a little Dale Jr. update. We're going to decide whether or not this is a three- or four-man battle for the 2018 championship. And uh, we might even get uh, a, a, a life question for me later on today, huh? Maybe? Maybe not? I got a question. Depending. What kind of socks are these? <laughs> these are plain socks. I'm getting out of the colored socks. The, oh. the, the fancy sock game has run its course. I'm going back to solids now. Oh. So you got to take that break. All right, we'll be right back. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to "Where Secrets Go to Die: The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan" from the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't you ever tell me what to do, Mr. Take Kelly. that break. All right, we're back with Daytona Motor Mouse, Goblin Kelly, Ken Willis, and uh, what do you know? Tell me what something do I don't know? know, Mr. Kelly. What's going on? I am still, uh, I even had the angriest young man, yeah. oldest young, I don't know what it is. It's the world's youngest angry old man. I will write it out for you. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I even asked him today about Sonoma because I wasn't sure. I mean, I was I was watching the race. I wasn't sure how. Truex, well, there's your problem. I, I wasn't sure how Truex got like a thirty second lead. It was just crazy. He decided to pit sort of out of sequence, and then he got uh, he built up a big lead. Then when he came in, he got fresh tars. Tars, and uh, that's what did it. He had he had newer tars. But apparently yeah. on the radio, uh, and everybody monitors everybody's radios, yeah. um, Cole Pern was telling them, pit, pit, pit. Yep. And then right at the end, he said, nope, don't pit, don't right. pit. But everybody else pitted. So he just kind of slid through and went on his merry way. Yeah. And that won him the race. Now, what I wrote about NASCAR this week, uh, you heard of it? NASCAR this week. It's what a, a full ad- page of NASCAR news that comes out. And our and Daytona Beach News Journal comes out on Tuesdays at a uh, hundred and some odd papers, some odder than others, uh, across this great land. It comes out on various days throughout yep. the week. Yeah, uh, if you don't get it, you should ask you, why. Now. You know why? Because it's uh, it, it's super color, super entertaining. Color pictures, super entertaining, and yeah, occasionally super entertaining. Other <laughs> other times, just mildly. I gotta add, I, I gotta tell you, my wife was reading the the paper. Yeah. And she got to uh, Ken Wells' top ten. The weekly top ten driver rankings. Yeah. yeah. And she actually laughed out loud when really? she got to Joey Logano. <laughs> uh, which, what was the comment under Joey Logano? Joey Logano thinks Joliet was Romeo's lover. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. See, topical humor. See, they're racing in Joliet, Illinois this, this week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what you call topical. So she got a kick out Is of she? that. Well, yeah. That's good. Well, it's yeah. a start. Yeah, <laughs> that's a start. Got one. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, in NASCAR this week, we talked about something that I was going to bring up a minute ago until we got sidetracked, and I forgot. Was it uh, Sonoma? Sonoma. We've been talking Sonoma. 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 I'll Sonoma. Never Sonoma. Sonoma. 
Well, uh, I me, wonder what it was. Well, what if me, it was going to be good? <laughs> I'm sorry. I bet it was a winner. I'm sorry I sidetracked you. Well, let me look at that page, and it will remind me of what it was we were, I was going to bring up. Uh, you got that. You got that. You got that. You think you watch? No. Arrow makeover. Initial place. Is junior answer? No. Downplay. Fuel mileage wins. Wow. There's just so much on this. Hickory there to to put the head fake on Kevin Harvick's team. Right. 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 Which won them the race. Right. What I I mentioned in the on NASCAR this week. And if you don't get NASCAR, should we get sidetracked all over again? Just go in this one loop the whole time. Uh, and slowly I turned. Where was I? Oh, I said, it's going to be great. I can't wait to Watkins Glen to see these guys tripping all over themselves, trying to trying to come up with some sort of strategy that, you know, because now, you know, there's nothing funnier than watch people trying to outthink themselves. And uh, so now that this worked for Cole Pern, it's going to be interesting to see who else tries something like this and whether or not it works in uh, at the next road course race. Because well, you, that's your best chance of pulling off something like Well, you this. know why it worked is because there was no caution. Yes. Apparently, if there had been a caution... Caution! <laughs> <laughs> caution, turn 10, turn 10. Yeah. Anyway, um, because there was no caution flag, that's yeah. why this thing worked. So it was a, it was a gamble, a strategy... Well, what do you know? Yeah. What do you know? Yeah. So now, um, we also had a, what was interesting. Yeah, they don't have ringers anymore. We I missed the days when you'd have three or four ringers in a road course race, and we didn't have any. Right. Closest thing we had to a ringer was AJ Allmendinger, and he uh, he's he's a full time Cup driver. We just you know, but he's he's a ringer in terms of road courses because he you know cut his teeth on that. But more and more, the NASCAR drivers are. Better than better now than they've ever been on the road course. But anyway, Almondinger, how'd that work out for him at uh, Sonoma? He blowed up. No, you know what? What he won the first segment. Did he? Yes. Yeah. He he blowed up. He was in a Chevrolet, which is also the car that Chase Elliott (laughs) drives. He's leaving. He he hasn't had an outburst yet. How's Chase doing? Chase had a good week. I don't ever give Alan Gustafson any credit on this popular radio station we're on. Yeah. But he actually had a good week. Made a good call. Hey, had a good car. What about the rest of the year so far? Well, he's back in your power rankings this week. I'm sure he hadn't been top ten all year. So he's no, he was in there earlier. Yeah. He'll slide out again. Maybe literally. (laughs) I bet he wins this weekend. (laughs) How much will you bet? He's good at Chicago. Godwin, you know. They're not in Chicago. Chicago. They're in Joliet. Shut up. (laughs) I hate this place. (laughs) See? That's all it takes. There you go. Okay. Zach Dean. Oh, boy. He slammed, slammed the door, the door on his way out. That's great. So, anyway, uh, AJ won the first segment. He yes, got his he first playoff point. Yeah. And uh, he was so excited. What's he going to do with that? Is he going to sell it? <laughs> he, was, he was so excited that in, uh, like, the first three laps of the next segment, he misshipped it. He did Oops. that from yeah. third. This is what happened to uh, Bubba uh-huh. at Pocono. Mm-hmm. So you go up to third, and yeah. you've got the, you, it's revving really high, yeah. and you pull Slam it. it down in the fourth, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's right? what you're supposed to do. Oh, he didn't? What did he do? He went to second. Slammed it in the second. <laughs> and just killed it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. two. That'll do it. That That's two in three weeks that that's happened. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? Well, probably happens every day out there on the now, before we uh before we go from out of segment, yeah. yeah, um I got a really interesting clip from Cole Pern. The Yankee Clipper is very yeah. good. Cole right. Cole Pern uh-huh. and uh 
the he, aforementioned Cole Pern. So because the race was at California, he somehow he finagled to get a day off. He got Thursday off before the race. Uh-huh. And he spent the day doing a family activity, and he talked about that in this clip. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Are we going to hear it? Cole Pine. All right, here we go. Uh, I wish I was fighting a bear or a cougar or something cool like that, but uh, my wife has been on me about building this treehouse for her kids. And <laughs> Anyways, I wanted nothing to do with it, but uh, we, uh, we were fortunate with the West Coast race. We were able to fly out Friday morning, so I actually like, had a somewhat of a day off on thursday and uh, i decided to get involved and they uh they kind of had it screwed up a bit from uh what they had done before and we kind of took it all down and reset and we were resetting like a four by four corner post and i thought my wife had it and she didn't and uh i walked away to get a clamp and she yelled my name and i i turned right into it and uh basically got ko'd by it and uh but, yeah, I went right down to my skull, bled a lot, and uh, had to uh, get stitched on the inside, then on the outside, and was back in about an hour, and I worked till about 9 o'clock Thursday night, and I finished the stupid thing, so I'm glad it's done. <laughs> I, uh, I tried building a treehouse once. Once. How'd it go? Well, I didn't end up with stitches inside now, but, it, uh, but I'm guessing that his finished product might look a little better than mine did. Well, you, you know, you, you got to wonder if... That knock on the head made him see things differently when they got Never to Sonoma. Never thought about that. Never yeah. thought about that. Yeah. Maybe he could see things differently. Now, wouldn't you rather her have not called your name so that you turn around and get it right in the, right in the snout, <laughs> right, right in the forehead as opposed to getting it in the back of the head, I think? Yeah. I, that's the type of thing I think I'd rather not see coming. Yeah. You don't. You don't want to. See, and he's not. A, it's not a two by four. It's a four well, by four. By four, four corner post. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is a heavy piece yeah. of lumber. Yeah. That's that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. So anyway. Well, that'll teach him. Don't ever get involved with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah. Hire out. What do you know? Or buy a prefab treehouse. <laughs> All you got to do is slap it together. You don't have to do any any corner post or anything. All right. Let's All get right. let's get out of here. Are we gonna get out of here? We'll be yeah. right back. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with uh, the middle segment of Daytona Motor Mouse. You'll get that big time auto You'll race. get that. I'm Ken Wallace. That's Goblin Kelly. And where are we here? Oh, we're going to talk. Well, sometimes what you'll get in big time auto racing is one or two teams, sometimes three, that just are head and shoulders above the rest. What you rarely get, though, is nobody else winning a race except for this small handful of teams. And so, so far, the first half of the season has been odd in that it's been so lopsided uh, for for Harvick, Kyle Busch. Can I give the specific? And Truex. And, so, uh, yeah, 16 yes. races. 16 races. Six winners. Six different winners. Uh, between uh, Kyle Busch. Younger Busch. Truex. Bush and Jr. Uh, Jr. Mr. Harvick. Mr. Harvick. Yeah, he's almost to the Mr. Harvick phase yeah. now. They've got 12 wins. Yeah. 12 wins. Yeah. And could quite likely 
could have had 13 of the wins. One of Boyer's wins was a rain-shortened race. Yeah. That likely would have gone to one of those three if oh, everything absolutely. Dry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, they were all in the top five. Yeah. So that's uh, now – do we call it a four-man race, or do you, I still think it's those three? Boyer, I think, is going to be like – he's going to be like that recurring character that comes onto the scene, you know, about every couple of weeks, every few weeks you see him on the TV show, and then you don't see him for a couple of episodes. Yeah, he's going to be – there's going to be a little bit of a – little bit of a goober pile or a, not oh, Ernest no, no. T. Bass. You, Ernest T. You was know what? more few and far between. I, I would say it's more like Otis. Otis? I think the reoccurring character is Otis was probably the most frequent. Yeah, might might be right. Yeah, yeah. Without the, he wasn't know. in every episode, but he was in every he was season. Enough. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Clint Boyer as Otis Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, all right, I'll take that. It fits. Yeah, it kind of so, fits. Yeah. So uh, so basically, until further notice, it's a three man race, isn't it? Isn't it? How you do you know spell that. There's a long way to go, but you got to think we only got ten races in the regular season. Yeah, and uh, you know nobody else is showing. Um, I think people are starting to look at the points now. Yeah, because they know that you know trying to win a race may be hopeless. Who out of the all right the three world beaters so far? Harvick, Kyle Busch, Truex Jr., and with Otis Campbell as the fourth. Now, outside of that, those four, who among the non-winners, or even a one-race winner, one-time winner so far this year, would you see like what? Once the playoffs come around, who would you say? All right, there's a guy you better watch out for. I know he hasn't, you know, he hasn't been among the dominators so far, but who do you see among the others who is most likely to step it up in the second half and in the playoffs? Well, the most obvious guy to me would be Carl Larson. Yeah. Because he's right. he's been the best Chevrolet. I mean, without a doubt, he's been the best Chevrolet. He hasn't won a race, but uh, he's led the most laps. He's Among Paul. Chevrolet. Yeah, he's won Paul. He's best in class, basically. Yeah. I was thinking elsewhere. Yeah. I was thinking sticking with the dominant uh, manufacturers. I was going to say Kurt Busch. Well... That's a possibility, but I'm thinking that that Chevrolet is going to be involved somehow, and if it is, then I think he's the guy that's going to be at the wheel. And I think Chevrolet is uh, frantically trying to, you know, play catch up. And at some point, they are going to catch up. Yeah, in 2019. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're too far into the season to I just assume so. they're going to find something. I don't think so. Uh, this happened to Toyota, mm-hmm. and they were pretty bad. Uh, you know, uh, I forget what year it was that they introduced the new Camry. Yeah. But they struggled and struggled, and then the second half of the year, it was like Toyota, 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 Toyota. So. I was conveniently overlooking that. So. Yeah. yeah. So... Do, anyway. have any more, do we have any clips for this segment? This segment, um, we we do have Otis. Uh, uh, Clint? Yeah. Our boy Clint? Yeah, and he's talking about um, just being part of the Stuart Haas race team. Not uh, a bad place to be this not year. Not a bad place at all. So uh, I actually combined two clips. So he kind of fades out, and then he comes back. So, so hang with it when he hang fades? Hang with it, yeah. All right, here's Clint Boyer. Certainly with the end... You know, organization right now with Stuart Haas Racing and and uh, you know Ford and 
um, the job that Doug Gates and all his crew is doing on those engines. I mean, it's just a lethal package right now. It's, it's, <laughs> this is a humbling sport, man. I've been all over the place in it and, uh, been high and low and, and everywhere in between and, um, just makes you appreciate the ride you're on right now and, and the group that I'm around and we're hitting on all eight cylinders. We're getting the most out of our weekends and, and, um, you know, finally starting to get that consistency back that I talked about, you know, that we were lacking last year. So, um, the capability, you know, is, is there with the, within the team. Um, it was a team effort. A lot of fun. I mean, you know, everybody's, I think it's well documented. You guys do a great job covering our sport. And I mean, you can see, um, you know, the, the, uh, the happiness and, and, and uh, the fun that's, that's uh, you know, within our group right now. I mean, it's just, it is. It's a ton of fun to be able to win at uh, this level of auto racing is is a dream come true to be able to compete at this level. And then once you're, you're sitting in victory lane and you've beat the best of the best, there's just no feeling like it. There isn't. Um, to be able to share that with the, you know, the men and women that, that uh, are behind you in these race cars at Stuart Haas Racing and victory lane is just, there's absolutely no gratification like he faded out on us. Yeah. yeah. Did a little fade, a little slow fade. Yeah. I'm doing a slow fade. He's I got to like, wake up. Yeah. How many cylinders are you hitting on I'm right now? Five. Five out of eight? You know, I heard when he said all eight cylinders, it made me uh, it made me a little nostalgic for the days when I had eight cylinders, which was like six months ago, and now I'm sitting I'm on six cylinders, and it's just not the same. I, every time I get on the interstate, I just get a little sad. Well, the, the thing about it is, is – I've been a four banger most of my life, so oh well, yeah, Go ahead. Well, got that going for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take we're gonna take a little break. Come but, back with yeah, the green white checkers, and, and we got the birthday game coming up. We we're got look we at the got odds. A, we got a lot. We got a we lot need to of look stuff. At the odds more got, often. Yeah, you, you put down the odds yeah. here for Chicago, yeah, from baby. Vegas, so we yeah. need to look at that more yeah. often. And uh, and we'll maybe we'll even talk a little bit about junior. Junior, we got a couple of juniors. When we come back, when we come back, yeah, Let's which will, which will happen right after this. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to where secrets go to die: the disappearance of Derek Hennigan, from the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Green-white checkers time here on Daytona Motor Mouse. Ken Willis with Godwin Kelly. Uh, you know, Vegas will put odds on anything. You know, and uh, those Vegas sports books are uh, clever. They know how to make money. And uh, they put the odds out on every 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 week's race, and we should pay more attention to this because it's kind of fun to just see who they who they think might uh, outside of the obvious. Uh, we got Kevin Harvick at Chicago Land Speedway, which is in Joliet, Illinois, as we mentioned earlier. <laughs> uh, Kevin Harvick's at nine to four, which is what two and a half to one. Two and a half. Two yep. and a half to one. Uh, so that's pretty darn good odds. Kyle Busch seven to two odds. At uh, Chicago Land and Mark Truex seven to two odds. So there you go. There's your three big and three. a half to one. Now they don't have. Now they list their top five as far as the odds go. Don't have Clint Boyer in there. Number nope. four, they got Kyle Larson at seven to one, and next Denny Hamlin at twelve to one. Right. I'd like some uh, twelve to one on Denny Hamlin. I think if I was near the old sports book. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, buddy. Yes, sir. You bet. Yep. The, you bet ten. You win what? One hundred twenty minus the vig. Right. 
That's not bad. Yeah. That's not a bad day. I'd take that at the dog track any day. Uh, also, uh, here's something. It's it's 100 to 1 that there's going to be some people out there excited by the fact that uh, that uh, Dale Jr. Jr. Is, is back at the track, and he's in the booth with NBC. I think oh, it's going to be a crowded let's booth. Do this, not? Let's do this properly. Go ahead. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. Yeah. Okay. Junebug. He's going to be in a – it's going to be a four-man booth, isn't it? With the well, Allens, well, see, Burton. The, the thing about it is um, I've heard different things about what they're going to do with him. He's going to be up there in the booth. Is he going to be in the booth? Because I, I let's, heard well, Let's it, tune in and find out. I heard that they're going to roam him. They're going to Roman? send him out and do yeah. stuff, but I don't know. We won't know for sure. They're going to have a uh, teleconference. Yeah. Soon, and um, they'll explain Junior's role in more detail when that happens. They should have a Junior cam and just put it on him up in the corner. Because <laughs> I said it's like in, on a, in a PGA tournament when Tiger Woods is playing. Yeah. The, the the viewing audience. There are so many people in the viewing audience that would rather watch Tiger on the putting green than watch all the other guys on the course playing. So. That same could probably be said to a lesser degree with NASCAR fans and Junior. Wow. You put you put a you just put the camera on Junior and put a little insert up there, and uh, so everybody can watch Junior the whole day. Well, or better yet, put the whole camera on Junior and put put the race in a little corner of an insert. Back um, like eight nine years ago during that media day at Daytona, uh, I remember. Yep. Okay, so they're talking about um, TV ratings and stuff, and Junior made a point of saying that. Um, more people were watching him in his race car online. Mm-hmm. I guess with an online camera, sure, yeah, NASCAR dot yeah. com right. or whatever. I don't know. Then would then had watched the hockey game that weekend. So more people were online watching him in his car yeah. than a premier hockey game on network TV. Well. I don't know what they can say today. I don't know. I, th- I don't know if that's still the case. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't know how many people go on there. You just said the they should have a junior cam. That's true. And I think I think that's yeah. going to happen. I think yeah. I think he's going to have his like own camera. Yeah. You know, and you, you get awkward at times. You get on online. Yeah. And watch junior the whole race. Watch junior. Watch the race. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should – you know how uh, during certain sporting events, they, in particular the college football championship, ESPN uses like five or six different platforms, uh, channels, where and one of the channels is a bunch of current college football coaches, there's six or eight of them, sitting around a table watching the game and commenting on what's going on. Right. And it's fascinating. I like couldn't quit watching. I mean – I turned away for a minute to watch the Spanish language broadcast, but I quickly turned back when I realized that was doing me no good. Uh, but I was, if you had a channel where you could go to and, and you had like Junior and one or two other guys sitting around talking about what's going on, and you know, no holds barred, you know, not having to not having to play any favorites, not having to toe the line, that would be kind of cool to watch, unfiltered. Got me. You might have an idea there. I do. Yeah. Unfortunately, nobody listens to me when I come up. Even with good ideas, nobody listens to me. Speaking, speaking of social media, mm-hmm. um, uh, Danny Hamlin, uh, I know him. he said instead of um, like trying to talk back to the haters out there, yeah, he said just ignore them because he said um, 
what happens is you get a, some guy with 12 followers, mm-hmm. and then if you engage, engage, that means you empower that person, mm-hmm. then their followers jump. Maybe I should have started hating on people. I, <laughs> I think you're too late. Add to my followers. You're too late. But yeah, um, I, and I didn't know this, but Matt De Benedetto. Benedetto. Thank you. Yep. Um, he's like one of the most popular drivers on social media. Really? Yeah. And so somebody asked him about that. Are we going to hear it from yeah, him? Yeah. Oh, my God. Another clip. Yeah. I was trying to get an oddball clip. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't want to call Matt. Oddball? Oddball, but yeah. we don't hear from him we too don't hear much. From him. Yeah. He's like the odd man out. Yeah. But he really enjoys it. Yeah. And um, I'll let him talk. All right. Here's Matt DiBenedetto. Thank you. Um, you know, the people say things which are, you know, are big compliments to me. They'll be like, oh, man, Matt, the king of social media or saying I rock social media, things like that, um, which is a great compliment to me. I, you know, I appreciate people saying that. But, um, you know, it's funny because when I I'm active on social media, but none of my stuff is planned. So basically, uh, I just want people to feel like they're friends with me on social media and my plan for for my um you know all my social media is to have no plan so having no plan i guess works out but in the end though it keeps all all my stuff natural and organic and i just want to share my my life with people whether it's uh, my funny side of you know messing with my wife or pranking her or you know the fun things we'll do at home think of how many followers he'd have on that twitter if people could spell his last name yeah yeah or say it (laughs) i could say it (laughs) I know it starts with a D. I can't say yeah, it. Yeah. I can't. I'm D just not. Benedetta. I, I, D. Benedetta. Five Vela, syllables. Villapoto. Villapoto. Uh, Ryan Villapoto. Yes. Villapoto. I remember him well. Villapoto. All right. All right. We're going to play the birthday game? That's it. That's going to be a wrap. Yeah. You're going to play ready to play Let's it? Let's go. Let's I'm telling you right now, it's a busy week ahead for birthdays. Yeah. Uh, starting today, which is uh, we do this on a Wednesday. So it's a busy week ahead with some big names. I'm ready. Starting with right now today, and I forgot to get a card in the mail, Johnny Benson. Johnny. Remember Johnny? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like Ray Benson, asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Big tall guy. He wouldn't fit in a car, I don't think. But anyway, Johnny Benson, who's younger than Ray Benson. I'll tell you that. That's your hint. All right, go ahead. So, How old is Johnny Benson oh, today? not Ray, just Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> I'll say 55. You cheater. Nope, I did not. I don't know who's on their list. Right on the button. All right, tomorrow, Junior Johnson. Told you some big, big, big names. Mm. Don't get much bigger than that. Junior Johnson from Rhonda, North Carolina, right? Yeah. Up there in the Wilkes County area. Yep. Famous. Famous for several things. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Do, 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 do. Junior Johnson having a birthday. He's having a birthday tomorrow. I'm, all right, I'm going to say, I'm going to say eighty. Well, you, you're off by more. When you're as old as Junior, you can be off a little bit and still be rel- relatively close. He's he's going to be eighty-seven tomorrow. Oh my How about God. that? How about that? He is so active too. You know who else has a birthday tomorrow? Who Thursday did? of this week, Mike Skinner. Skinner? I think you're going to come a lot closer on this one. Skinner. My guess is you're going to get within a year. May, might even nail it. Well, this might be the big 6-0 for him this year. Is that what you're going with? 6-0. 61. Okay. You're a year off. Yeah. You're one year off. Very good, though. Yeah. Very good, very good, very good. Friday. Friday. 
Jeff Burton. How about that? Friday. Big names keep coming. Jeff no Matt DiBenedetto's on this list. So he's in his late 48? 51. Oh, okay. That would be good for me within three years. But for you, that's a little off. Yeah. So also Friday, reigning Cup Series champion, Martin Truex Jr. Junior. The other junior. His Let's birthday see. is Friday. You take the one, you carry the two, you add a championship, 38. Mm-hmm. Very good. <laughs> you must have seen that relatively recently. So that, that, <laughs> that, that was probably too easy. They, they had that on the broadcast. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. All right, Monday, uh, right around the corner at the end of the weekend, we go into Monday, and it is July the 2nd, which is the birthday of King Richard Petty. Is that a ho- It's a national holiday. Isn't yeah. It? It's a, or yeah. It was in the Confederacy. Where you're supposed to eat cake. Well, okay. Yeah. I'll do uh, that. Uh, blue and red. All right. Monday, Richard Petty, Petty turns, and you're going to get this one. 81. You got it. 81 yeah. years old, King. Also Monday, eh, a little less heralded, <laughs> Sam Hornish, Jr. Junior? Sam Hornish. Well, he's probably uh, 41. <laughs> Rip that one up. <laughs> Sam Hornish, 39 years old, Monday. Yeah. Celebrates his birthday the same I'd day say, as King Richard. I'd say that would be a horseshoe. King Richard and uh, Prince Sam. I, yeah, I'd 39. say that. That was good enough. Yeah. yeah, you're within two years. Not bad. All right. So, um, what else we got to clean up I here for, before we leave? I forgot to ask people to do Hey Willie. Oh, okay. So, uh, if you have a question for Ken Willis, on, list the topics that you know about. Uh, well, uh, obviously, auto racing. Auto just, racing. I, I prove that in here every week. Motor racing. A uh, no, um, uh, little bit of uh, grilling, uh, cooking, not pickling or canning or baking, mostly stovetop and grill. Um, interstate travel. Uh, weather, not bad on geography and and uh, and uh, topography. Yeah, and you, know, you know, you've been you've been flying a lot too. I'm sure not you've a got, lot, a couple times here recently. I mean, yeah, I, I think you could offer some travel tips, a few travel tips. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, and uh, I've got some good ones. I got some very opinionated and, on, on how and, to handle travel. So, and also. He's an unlicensed life counselor, right? Life coach. Life coach. Yeah. Uncertified, uninsured, and unlicensed. Right. But so. damn good. <laughs> <laughs> Word of mouth is amazing. Uh, yep, yeah, yep, yep. Golf, so. uh, softball, a uh, little bit of automotive care. So what you do is you get on the Twitter, on you the go Twitters. hashtag Hey Willie and ask your question, and uh, you'll get a wonderful response. Yeah. Or, oh, you get a beautiful response. Can't wait. Beautiful. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful. The best ever. The best ever, ever. response. Yep. All right. Uh, so, so are we done? That's it. We're done. All right. Till next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.